Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hey everybody! Did that for longer than I intended to. And welcome to the Viewmasters, episode two hundred ninety-four, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Two. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hi. Is is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> which which part? Uh, the the part two. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yes, that's, this, that's the one we watched. Yeah, this is part two of our discussion of Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, when, when I did the, the Kiki Mama thing, yeah. uh, the previous episode, uh, I also uh, could not figure out when to end it correctly. <laughs> uh, so, so I feel you on that. <laughs> Yeah, there came a point where I was doing it where I was like, oh, I'm still doing this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and it's just one of those things. It takes over. The The spirit of Jason takes over. It really does. Uh, which, uh, you know, I, maybe that's a, a thing for a potential sequel. Maybe. Uh, where, where uh, like, just... That's like a, a weird a druidic chant yeah. that uh, that a cult makes, and then they, that's how they resurrect Jason. Interesting. Sounds like a spec strip right there. Yeah. You get to work on that. Uh, I feel like that's also kind of roughly the plot of like Halloween 6, maybe. <laughs> All right. The Curse of Michael Myers. Naturally. The one starring Paul Rudd. I, you know, I thought that... I couldn't remember if Paul Rudd was in a Halloween or a Friday the 13th. It's it's a so, Halloween. Okay, yeah, good yeah. to know. <laughs> oh. I think, I think all your major stars have, have uh, started out in a, like a major horror franchise at some point, right? Yeah, probably. You've you got your, your Kevin Bacons with, uh, with uh, this one. Right. Uh, Paul Rudd, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, in uh, the Halloweens. You got uh, Johnny Depp in your uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got your uh, Brad Dourifs in Child's Play. <laughs> right. Major star Brad Dourif. Yeah, where he got his start. Right. Yeah. He played Chucky, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's <laughs> a child actor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Friday the 13th, part <clears throat> two. Yeah. How you feeling about this one? I'm feeling okay about it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, I got to tell you. Um, Have you been drinking this? No, I okay. haven't. Right. No, I haven't at all. Um, yeah. Over the weekend, we uh, Jenny and I watched the new Scream movie. Okay. Uh, the 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 uh, simply titled Scream. Right. Not Scream Five. Not Scream Five. Yeah. Not Five Cream, <laughs> which they could have done. <laughs> And I wish they had. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> now that I say it out loud. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had Scream <clears throat> on my mind and just that franchise while we were watching this movie. Okay. And I feel like there's, like, 
I don't know, just where my head is, is is comparing and contrasting, but I feel like the opening of this is a very Scream-like opening. Like, at least you, you have the recognizable character right. uh, from the previous movie, uh, dying pre-credits. Yep. Like, that was, I, I, when, when I saw her, I was like, oh, okay, so this is gonna, like, follow her, and, right. and, like, she's gonna be hunted or whatever by Jason or what, nope, she dies immediately. Yep. <laughs> but it reminded me of the opening of the first Scream movie. With, that, with, that is a really good call. Yeah. And I think that is uh, totally apt to have Scream on your mind while watching this, considering how meta Scream, the, the entire franchise is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what'd you think of the new screen? I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it took the took the meta elements in a really entertaining direction. I yeah. thought, thought it worked really well. And and uh, you know, uh, I thought it was a good uh, continuation of of previous character stories and uh, start to to new characters as yeah, well. Yeah. Although I felt the same about four, and you know the. the they took 11 years to make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't remember anything about the fourth one. <clears throat> I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything. Uh, that's the one that uh, has uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Forgot he was in that. <laughs> yeah. You know, the one who still acts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is possibly a bigger star. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> he is. He's great. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, then right off the bat, like it, it had me interested anyway that that it wasn't gonna be like I guess I I didn't expect it to be really that connected to the the sure. first one in terms of characters or anything. So seeing anybody that I recognized was kind of a welcome surprise. Yeah, and then just they took her right off the board. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty uh, nice way to to tie both movies together. Uh, because uh, imagine forty years ago, you're you're in the audience to see Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah, you loved the first one. Mm-hmm. H- how are they going to continue this franchise? <laughs> Wait, the kid from the lake? <laughs> what franchise? <laughs> it's not a franchise. Uh, it, uh, potential <laughs> franchise. Okay. It's a year later I saw this movie came out one year after the first one. Yes. They really just pumped it out. They man. really did. And also, this movie takes place five years after. I noticed that as well. So this movie technically takes place in the future. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I want to know. Like, d- does it take place in the future? Or did uh, the first Friday the 13th take place five years prior? I th- Well, because it said present day, I think. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming that you know that one took place in 1980. Okay. All right. So you're you're coming into this one and it's 1985. So technically, this is a sci-fi movie. All of these people have already seen Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi at this point. <laughs> they all have hot takes on Superman three. <laughs> Some of them really love what Richard Pryor brought to the role of Gus Gorman, and some of them didn't care for it. I, I know exactly which character loved uh, Richard Pryor yeah. <laughs> in Superman 3 yeah. from this movie. It's Ted. It's Ted. Yeah. My favorite character of this movie. <laughs> and he survives. He does. I was so glad. <laughs> he survives because he's in town getting drunk. Yep. In fact, 
most of the uh, camp counselors do. You know, I thought that when they were splitting up, like, oh, the people who stay behind are screwed. Clearly, right. all the people that are going into town are going to be fine. Yep. So, and and that mostly mostly worked out. That is pretty much exactly as it happens, except for two of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're both fine. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Okay. So the end. The end of the first one. Uh, when when uh little little wet Jason comes out of the lake. Um, and then like like I I feel like first of all, how did you know my nickname for Jason? <laughs> I've heard you say that before, and I didn't know what it was in reference to. Interesting. <laughs> no, I, I felt like I felt like the end of this one was trying too hard to recapture oh. that element of the first one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So so and just the it's in super slow motion, and you see the the weirdly deformed Jason's face. Which I honestly didn't expect to ever see Jason's face. Really? So that was, that was kind of weird. Uh, and then to have it just be that. Right. Uh, it, it is... Uh, uh, you're right. They are absolutely trying to recapture that moment from the first movie. Uh, and... Um, you know, uh, on the Dick Tracy episode uh, a few episodes back, we, we talked about how uh, the, the makeup effects did not hold up to HD scrutiny. Right. Uh, seeing Jason uh, in his full facial makeup uh, also does not really hold up to HD scrutiny. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure, you know, back in the day, you know, it was just like, you know, you just get a quick glance and you're just like, oh my God, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, here in crystal clear, you know, Blu-ray vision. Uh, it's, and again, super slow motion. Yeah. If it hadn't been such a long slow-mo shot, I probably wouldn't. Well, I, th- I think I didn't even have really a problem with the makeup. He just looks like a normal dude yeah. who's just kind of deformed. It's like in my head... He's he's got sort of a two facey kind of thing going on. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I think in my head it's sort of like a Doctor <clears throat> Doom. You know, is he hideously scarred or is he just kind of messed up a little bit? And right. you never know. In my head, he's like hideously scarred behind the the hockey mask, and maybe that is what happens. You know, later on, but but I I sort of expected it, and especially because they take the the sack off of his head. And then you just see their reaction shot of his head, and they're just like, Ugh. right. So, like, I expected it to be worse, I yeah. guess, than what it was. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you're right. The makeup is is fine. It's uh, the slow mo. I think yeah. doesn't help it at all. Uh, I so I've, I've only ever seen this movie once, uh, other one other time. Uh, I do not remember there being so much slow mo. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just that scene. There are other shots that are just, for some reason, <laughs> filmed in slow motion. Yeah, and, and I do not know why. <laughs> I mean, they had to other pad, than pad, yeah, pad out the length between the slow mo uh, and all of the recap at the beginning of scenes <laughs> from the first movie. It was a very long recap. <laughs> I, I didn't check the time, but it felt like 
maybe 10, 15 minutes of the... I don't know if it was that much, okay. but it felt like it. Yeah, yeah. I, probably because we had just watched the first one. <laughs> yeah, that probably doesn't help. I mean, you know, they were expecting audiences to, to have, you know, been a year. Right. You know, and with no major home video outlets at the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the notable slow mo scenes is that shot from the first movie where she cuts off Mrs. Voorhees' head with the machete. Yep, so it was nice to see that again. Sure. <laughs> uh, so I I, I want to ask this uh, real quick. Uh, and again, you know, forty year old movie, we're we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the very very last shot of the movie mm-hmm. is of uh, Jason's little shack uh, in the woods with his shrine to his mom. Yeah, uh, and he's got his mother's decapitated head. Uh-huh. Uh, did you think? Yes, that it was gonna open its eyes. Absolutely. Okay. One hundred percent. All right. I was like, why is there this long lingering shot of this decapitated head unless obviously she's going to open her eyes? Right. <laughs> I was honestly a little disappointed that she didn't. Uh, yeah, honestly. <laughs> Even though, you know, I, I've seen all the other movies. I know that it's not a thing that happens. But, yeah. You know. uh, although, you know, it was a little nice to, to, you know, have Betsy Palmer come back and reprise her role. Sort of. Yeah, I didn't expect to see her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not not just as a decapitated head, right, but as yeah, yeah. Uh, the the way that Ginny uh, sort of calms him. Yeah. That was really cool. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, I I enjoyed how they set it up at the beginning that, you know, well, she's studying child psychology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you because know, I remembered... That that's sort of what she does. Yeah. Uh, but but I did not remember that they actually established that at the beginning. I thought that was very nice. This this movie I think is great about setting stuff up and paying it off. Yeah, it really like is. The the child psychology part, uh, Jenny's car not being the most reliable. Yep. Um, the chainsaw that we see get put away, and then that comes back. Yep. Um, yeah, just just little stuff like that. I thought it did a really good job. It really does. Uh, it's weirdly a very tightly plotted movie. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the so on the scream thing, um, the thought that I had during a lot of this movie is that a thing I like about the scream movies is. That there's never a point in the Scream movies where people don't know that they're in danger. Right. Like, they, they always know that Ghostface is out there killing people. Yeah. Um, and and there, there's a lot of parts in this movie uh, where, you know, they're just sort of going about their their day and they don't, they don't realize that anything is out there. Yeah. And I think that I like, I like it more when they know that they're in danger. I, I feel like... Like there, there, there is there's dramatic tension there uh, when you know that they're in danger, but the characters don't. Right. But I feel like I get more out of it when the characters are tense themselves. I, can, uh, you I know, don't know why. But uh, that works for me. I can I can see it both ways, and I, I think it can work both ways. And and I'll admit, 
you know, <laughs> the one moment in this movie that I jumped mm-hmm. uh, was a moment where the character knows that she's in danger. Yeah. So, like, when he comes through the window? Yep. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got me. Yep. <laughs> I felt stupid. Uh huh. <laughs> Real dumb that I jumped and got scared. <laughs> that was genuinely startling. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That that is, you know, one one scene, you know, uh, where yeah, she knew she was in danger. She was hiding from Jason. Yeah. You know. uh, <clears throat> but you know, uh, no. God, you got me thinking about this now, and, and, and maybe I'm completely on your side now here. I'm wondering if it's a sign that I'm a sociopath. Like, I enjoy when when the people on screen are scared. <laughs> uh, I, it's, I think it does make it scarier, though. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm thinking, like, you know, like the couple having sex that gets, you know, shish-kebobbed. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had no idea what was coming. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and we see the lead up to it. We, we know what's about to happen. Uh, but, but for some reason, like there was just no air to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, once Ginny and, and Paul are being chased, you know, by Jason, we, you know, yeah, it was a lot more tense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I don't know what it is. Huh. <laughs> you you have taught me something about myself, Aww. Joe. <laughs> I mean, that's primarily what this podcast is about, is for us to learn about ourselves. Yeah, and grow. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with learning about myself. I do not want to grow or change. Yeah, no, that's a lot of work. More, more work than we can probably put into this podcast. Yeah. We can take that off air. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward... Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of... Like you said, it's, it's pretty tightly plotted, but there's also not a ton of plot to talk about. Nope. Um, you know, it, 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 was, <sighs> it was fun to see... Um, was the sheriff the same guy from the first movie too? I, I don't think so. Okay, no. so at least we get we get uh, uh, Alice, yeah, and then the the crazy you're all doomed guy, Crazy Ralph. It was fun to see him again yep. too. Although Crazy Ralph turns uh, into a bit of a perv well, for, yes. for a moment there, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, in the first one, and then you know the the first couple scenes he shows up in this one, he's he's just the doomsayer. Yeah. Uh, but, but then, uh, he is just actively, uh, about to watch a couple fuck. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then gets killed for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's the end of Ralph. <clears throat> uh, which is too bad. I think, uh, I think Ralph should have, it, it, I mean, honestly, in, in any other, uh, you know, alternate reality, uh, this would have become like a Jason versus Ralph franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ralph would be the uh, the the hyper confident person who knows. Yeah, knows all the lore about <clears throat> Jason and knows how to defeat him. Yep. I mean, I guess that's the Doctor Loomis from the Halloween movies. So yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you the the one guy that I <laughs> I wanted to see his own movie. Uh, the the guy at the bar, the old man wearing the uh, the red butterfly collared uh, open t shirt. <laughs> oh, I didn't see him. Oh yeah, he's the guy that uh, Ted asks, "Hey, are there any after hours places?" <laughs> oh, nice. My eyes, all eyes on Ted oh, okay. at that point, I think. I didn't see anybody else. Who really likes Ted? Like, he doesn't have a ton to do in the movie. Nope. But I really enjoyed him. That's, it's weird because he is the, the same type of character as, as, uh, Shecky or whatever. The, the guy we hated thing. in yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's the same type, but I think he brings a different energy to it yeah and just like he's he's less of a horn dog and more just like i'm just i'm just here to have fun yeah he is he is just a goofball yeah yeah and and i mean we know goofballs maybe we are the goofballs in our groups i don't know but uh but you know uh uh, yeah, the 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 hornball energy of of the other guy was was a bit much. Yeah, uh, this guy just was. Uh, I don't know that I would have uh, enjoyed spending time with Ted. Yeah, uh, but it, at least he wasn't gross. Right. I would also say that the actor who played Ted was not very good. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> but but I appreciated what he did with it. Uh, I will say uh, about that guy. Um... <laughs> So, uh, years and years and years ago, and I'm talking at this point now, 30 years okay. ago. <laughs> Shortly after this movie came out. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, so, you know, when, when I lived at home, and, and uh, even afterwards when I would go visit, uh, my parents uh, you know, would enjoy watching a, a Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, and I distinctly remember... Uh, there being a, uh, an episode where, where one of the contestants, uh, you know, Alex went over and talked to him and, uh, you know, there's like, you know, just, you know, that little interview bit. Yeah. The part that's horrible. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he talked to this guy and, uh, and he was like, so, you know, it it says you're, you're an actor and then you've actually been in like, you know, some major movies. He's like, uh, that's right, Alex. I I was, uh, I was in, uh, the 1989 Batman film. And he's like, "Oh, and what part did you play?" So I played the uh, the the first thug that uh, gets confronted by Batman <laughs> on the rooftop. Awesome! Uh, the one who who's uh, you know told to uh, you know tell all your friends. Okay, yeah, that yeah. one, not the other one. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh man!" And uh, when I saw Friday the Thirteenth Part Two for the first time, I thought it was the same guy. Okay, and, and I I did as much. Googling and IMDb as I could to, to find out that uh, they unfortunately are not. <laughs> uh, but I thought they were... I thought it was the same guy. And, the, and I would have bet money. He does look familiar to me. Yeah. But I don't know why. Yeah, and, and I think when I eventually like you know looked him up on IMDb, like... It, he's been in nothing else that I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I, I think he's maybe one of those guys who just sort of, you know... You, know, you can get him for five bucks to show up in your independently shot horror movie, you know, sure, because he was in a horror movie people remembered. Sure, know? okay. <laughs> well, but, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, that story went nowhere, and I apologize. No, that was a good story. I, I uh, had no idea that one of the guys from Batman was on Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that that guy, um, that guy reminds me of somebody. Wow, this is talking about stories that are going to go nowhere. That guy reminds me of somebody, but I don't know who. The ends. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the podcast, friends. It's free. <laughs> it is free. <laughs> um. Yeah, Jason wears a bag over his head in this one. Yep. Yep. So, still no hockey mask. Still no ho- hockey mask. But, well, I mean, honestly, you know, uh, first appearance of Jason. That's true. Well, as a killer. Right. As a killer. As yeah. an adult. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Uh, the basically, we don't actually get backstory for Jason. Yeah. We just get a lot of speculation. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you don't need it. Yeah. I mean, you never need backstory. Yeah. I, I need, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, knowing Wolverine's origin ruined that character. Yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that uh, at the end of the first one, when, when Jason comes out of the water and yeah. grabs Alice... Uh, and then afterwards, she's asking, you know, what about Jason? Is he still in the water or whatever? And they say they didn't find him. Yeah. Like, I I think I like the idea that that was all in her head. Yeah. Versus, oh, it actually was. That did actually happen. I, I feel like this movie is able to tread the line between it being in her head and Jason you know, actually being a real person. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, cause, cause it postulates that he watched, you know, that's true. Her decapitate, you know, Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, as we learn in this movie is her name. Right. <laughs> um, that's true. And, and the Jason who comes out of the water and grabs her is still clearly a child. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. And, and yeah, even, even if this movie does take place five years after the events of the first movie, you know, he, he was still way too young. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, I still firmly believe that, you know, yeah, the, the, she hallucinated, you know, she fell out of the boat Yeah. <laughs> and hallucinated that uh, little frog boy, Jason, you know, killed her. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, you know, gives enough clearance that, you know, Jason could have been, like, just hanging out in the woods watching. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's like, oh, that chick freaked the fuck out in that boat. <laughs> How can I use this to my advantage? <laughs> well, I also saw her decapitate my mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, did she live in that shack with him? Uh, I don't think so. Did she know that Jason was still alive? <sighs> that is, those are good questions. <laughs> Because if she knew that that Jason was still alive, then she really didn't have any reason to be killing people. Very true. And if Jason was still alive and she didn't know, she's a terrible mother. <laughs> Just <laughs> absolutely terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's not great. Anyway, I, I, so okay, I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she's a terrible person. She's <clears throat> not a terrible mother. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so I think I mentioned in the last episode that... that uh, you know, I got a lot of psycho vibes uh, from from the first one. I got yeah. even more with this one, oddly enough. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, especially like you know, 
Jason having her mummified head, you know, yeah. the, that he apparently just uses as gags occasionally. Sure. Uh, and I think that's one thing that we've learned in this movie is that uh, Jason likes a little practical joke here and there. He's whimsical. He is. I hope that when he when he went up to stab the people who were having sex and he grabs the spear with the mask, I really wanted him to put the mask on. I did too, honestly. I feel like it was a missed opportunity that he didn't. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> uh, he definitely should have put the mask on. Because then you could have had a fun thing where he comes in and they're like, Ted, what are you doing? Right, yeah. And then he murders them. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good tension. That's good good drama. Yeah. Uh, but instead he does hide in the bed with, with uh, the, the girl. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he, he rigs up some jokes here and there. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, 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 got a, he's got a light side. <laughs> He's, you know, he's stunted. He's That's true. reminded of a child. He's very childlike. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were talking about how, you know, his mother was his whole world and he didn't have any friends. He didn't know anyone else. Sure. What was his life before before Camp Crystal Lake? Because he was, what, 10 or whatever? <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. Like, he would have known other campers, maybe. He would have he been to school at that point. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, he's deformed. You know, nobody's going to be friends with a deformed kid, was especially he, in the 50s. Was he always deformed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yep, yep. I thought that was a result of his uh, being a feral child in the woods. Somehow. No, no, he, he was uh, indeed a deformed child. Okay. Uh, he was special. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yep, yep. Uh... So, uh, yeah. I feel bad, feel bad saying mean things about him now. Uh, no, he is a uh, cold-hearted killer now. But though. this movie is painting a really bad, bad image of uh, people with mental illness. Or, you know, people with special needs. Well, okay, fair. <laughs> this franchise. <clears throat> I'm learning things about this franchise I didn't expect. Although I feel like if, if you watch Friday the 13th movies and then suddenly decide that all special needs kids are just a step away from being uh, brutal serial killers, uh, maybe there's something wrong with you. That's fair. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> pardon me. You're pardoned. Jason kills a guy in a wheelchair in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, he does. That was unnecessary. <laughs> Can I tell you what was even more unnecessary? Okay. Uh, after he kills the guy in a wheelchair, the the guy in his chair goes down a long set of stairs that we have never seen before. There were never stairs at this camp. It reminded me of the uh, scene from Mac and Me, where the kid in the wheelchair is going down and goes over the cliff. Like, that was just unnecessary. He's dead. We already know he's dead. <laughs> I mean, we do see the machete in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, no one's safe. Uh, that's, I think, the, the lesson to learn. Uh, you're right about the ridiculousness of the stairs, though. <laughs> it made me laugh. It, it was funny. Because <laughs> you're right. They were not there in the first place at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, I, I know, I praised the movie earlier for setting things up and then paying them off later. And all I needed earlier was a scene, a scene of those stairs. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I mean, 
I feel like there were, uh, you know, because when, when the, the two, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. The, the ones names. who wander off. Yeah, the, the, the ones who, who go to Crystal Lake. Uh, we, we see them walking down like, like, uh, a long, you know, pretty steep hill. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, that, that, I don't feel like that was in relation to, to where the cabins were. No, that was yeah. far away. Yeah. It's not yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're right. If, if we had seen stairs earlier, then, uh, yeah, you're right. I would be with you on that. Yeah. Uh, but it also it just was an extra unnecessary step. <laughs> Literally unnecessary steps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, like I knew one of these movies had you know a guy in a wheelchair that that gets killed. Uh, I just couldn't remember if it was this or part three. Uh, but also, I was completing it a little bit with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Uh, have you, I don't know if you've I seen, haven't seen the original one now, just the second one. Uh, there, there is a, uh, a character in a wheelchair in that, that movie uh, who is um, the most obnoxious character that has ever been in any movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Uh, and if you are ever rooting for somebody to die in a horror movie, it was that guy. <laughs> and, uh, and even still, I feel like when he gets killed, uh, <laughs> he gets pushed down a hill. <laughs> it's just insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> uh, but, but I think, uh, what makes... Uh, I think the character is Mark in this movie. I think so too, yeah. Uh, his was more effective is that he's like a generally nice guy. Yeah. And, and I think that's something about uh, the first one and this one uh, that the characters, for the most part, are all pretty good people. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like there, there's the one kind of skeevy dude. Uh, who gets uh, strung up uh, and, and his uh, throat cut? Yeah, uh, you know, but but he also was like mostly a non-character, right? <clears throat> uh, but everyone else, you know, is all like no one is just inherently bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, you said during the movie that that the one girl was sort of asking to become a victim. <laughs> I okay. I want to clarify because <laughs> I feel like that could be taken out of context. You're talking about the girl who like just begs the guy that she's with to go to Camp Crystal Lake, right? To to go to Camp Blood, right? To look around. <clears throat> yeah, come on. It's no, called Camp Bloods. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 twist there is that it doesn't happen until they're back at the, their camp, right? Uh, which I don't think. They ever say the name of? No, yeah, they're they're just at like some counselor, like orientation thing. Like, yeah, I don't know that there was ever even a name to that camp. Yeah, it's it's across from Crystal Lake, right? Yeah, or or next door to it. Whatever. I did I did appreciate that because I remember in the first one they they name a couple of camps that are around the lake. Yeah, and I had the thought, like, oh, I wonder if any of the other movies will be set at any of these camps. Yeah. So so that was kind of neat. Yeah. That they. Sort of <clears throat> Sort of followed through on that a little bit, um, but yeah, uh, 
you know, even then, you know, she was she was not necessarily. I mean, she was a little annoying, but uh, she she was not, you know, someone who deserved to get killed. No, no, yeah, no. Uh, she just shouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, because <laughs> she went to Camp Blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the real hero of the movie. Okay, Muffin. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna ask what your favorite cut of the movie is. Because there's some pretty solid cuts in this movie. And one of them is when Muffin uh, goes up to Jason. Uh, we get a POV shot from Jason, and he's looking down at his feet, and Muffin's down there. Uh, and then uh, you expect something terrible to happen to Muffin, and then it cuts to hot dogs on a grill. I loved it. <laughs> that is probably, yeah, also my favorite cut of the movie. <laughs> The, the the other one that stuck out to me was when Jason is killing one of the one of the girls and she's screaming, and then it cuts to like the music playing like jazz music wailing or whatever yeah, yeah, at the yeah. club or at the bar where all the people in town are. That that I thought was really nicely done as well. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that, but no, I think the hot dog one is is definitely the favorite one. Um, but yeah, there, there's a tiny little dog, uh, who you immediately called was going to be named Muffin. Yeah, I don't know. What, uh, again, I told you while we were watching the movie, I think it was more a judgment of the the girl who had the dog yeah. than of the dog itself. <clears throat> but as soon as they came into frame, I was like, oh, this dog's going to be named Muffin or Muffy or something. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I got to kind of take back the, the thing I said about none of the characters are, are really bad. Um, I did not care for her. Uh, Tracy was her name. I don't remember Terry. what her name was. Terry was her name. Okay. Uh, and, uh, cause she's the only one that gets naked. Sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so she has this little, uh, dog, uh, terrier. I, I don't know what type of, I don't know dogs. I don't, I'm terrible at dog breeds. Which so is terrible. weird because you I know. are clearly, uh, Historically, yeah, I'm a dog uh, guy. You're a dog guy. You've you've had lots of dogs, uh, yeah. owned and, and uh, fostered. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your wife, you know, uh, works with animals. Not a dog. <laughs> she is not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. A little long haired Shih Tzu, maybe. Maybe a Shih Tzu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as soon as I I got a clear look at it, I said, "Oh, it's Miss Lion." Uh, from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It's 100% Miss Lion, yeah. I think even had the bow and the hair with, mm-hmm. with the weird 90s like Jennifer Aniston hairdo thing going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, this dog had the Rachel. Yep. In 1980. Yep. 1981. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Terry uh, really did not give a fuck about her dog. Not once it's dinner time. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the the dog just sort of wanders off, and uh, and Terry Terry goes looking looking for her, and then uh, for like five seconds comes dangerously close to encountering Jason until someone tells her that uh, oh, the lunch is on. Yep, she's like, okay, I'm coming. Yep, and then apparently waits the entire day. Yeah, and uh, decides that night that uh, she's gonna go look for her dog again. Uh, where she goes to the uh, the lake, uh, kind of turns around and like yells out for Muffin once, yeah, uh, and then strips and uh, takes a swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as you mentioned, she's looking in the water. Well, okay. What yeah. if she's underwater? Yeah, sure. 
uh, I, I, like, you know, uh, you, you've seen me with my cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know uh, how I feel about my cat. Uh, I, I would put more effort into looking for Chaco yeah. uh, if he went missing. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her relationship with her dog is uh, not one that I recognize. No. <laughs> One, one thing she may have survived had she just liked her dog more. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently the dog survived. Yeah. So that that's weird. Uh, so, yeah, when, when the, the two go off to, to Camp Blood, uh, they find a, a mangled uh, dog corpse. Yeah. Which uh, I hated. Yes, you did. By the way. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure in general, but also because, you know, the implication is that's Muffin. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so we're, we're led uh, for the rest of the movie to believe that that muffin has been killed by Jason, well, one of his first victims. Yes, is, is a tiny helpless dog. Yeah, uh, pure, but, pure crime of opportunity. <laughs> uh, and and also of total maliciousness. Yeah, because that dog wasn't going to do anything to him. Yeah, yeah, that dog had nothing to do with his drowning when he was a child. Nope, even though he didn't drown, <laughs> that dog didn't kill his mom. <laughs> Like, if he saw his mom killing all these people because she thought he was drowned, why didn't he say something? <laughs> well, he can't really talk. That's true. Yeah, okay. You know, uh, even though I think in the first movie he does scream out mommy when right. he's drowning. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then at the... the, the I mean, honestly, it's a twist. It is this huge twist. Uh, yeah. Muffin is alive at it the end. It shocked me. It was more surprising to me than Jason then bursting in the window. <laughs> like, the movie, like they, they kill Jason. Yeah. And then they go back to a cabin. And I'm like, oh, well, clearly Jason's not dead because we're spending a lot of time with them still. Yep. And, of course, they're going to try and recreate the end of the first one. Yeah. But, yeah, Muffin showing up, I did not expect at all. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I honestly expected it was going to be, you know, like, Ted. I thought it was going to be Ted, too. You know, yeah. or, or one of the other campers, and then, like, they immediately get eviscerated by still living Jason. Right. again, uh, as you mentioned, we are spending a lot of time with these people. Yeah. Uh, if, if he wasn't coming back, the movie would have just ended. Yeah. Uh, like it does when it ends. Right. So it just fucking ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we don't know, we don't know now what happens to, to anybody. It's true. Uh, we, we see, uh, so yeah, so Jason comes smashing through the window and I believe a 10 minute slow motion cut. Yes, t- 10 to 15 minutes, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, we immediately just cut to like morning, and Jenny is being uh, taken away in an ambulance yeah. asking where Paul is, uh, and nobody will answer her. Yeah. Uh, and the end. The end. Uh, so, so, Paul living or dead? Probably dead. Jason, living or dead? Yeah. Uh, probably, though, because there's a part three. Right, well, there's, like, 15 more after this, so, well, yeah, presumably yeah. still alive. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Until a certain point. Right, no spoilers. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, last week off-air after, after we ended that, uh, you know, uh, I went ahead and spoiled. Holy right in the 13 <laughs> movies for you. I don't remember that conversation. Yep. 
I, I felt okay because I figured you would probably just forget what I said. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I remember I remember some of it, but I don't remember most of it. Yeah, so. that, that's good. <laughs> Plus, again, it's not it's the journey, not the destination. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh yeah, I do want to make a, an amendment to a story I told uh, last episode about. Okay. Uh, uh, Betsy Palmer being doxxed. Okay. Uh, it was uh, it was not Roger Ebert. It was actually Gene Siskel. Oh man! And, and he didn't actually give out her full address. He just like said, "Hey, she lives in this city. You can write to their uh, post office. They'll get it to her." That's awful. <laughs> That's still so terrible. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. What a dick. Yep. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, first I, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two strong entries in this series so far. Yep. <laughs> uh, man, uh, not too much else to talk about. I think not really for me either. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, bringing you joy this past week? Uh, on probably the new screen movie. Okay, I really enjoyed that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Uh, uh, I had a pretty lonely week last week. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, uh, I, I canceled on you semi last minute last week. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but yeah, my girlfriend was out of town, and, and everybody else kind of canceled their plans on me too. So, sorry. Uh, I, I did watch a few movies. Uh, uh, I watched Fresh. Okay. Uh, Sebastian Stan. Oh yeah, uh, we watched that too. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched a uh, weird as fuck movie called Titan. Okay. Uh, it it is a French uh, horror film. Okay. Uh, even though like, uh, I mean, th- th- there's a lot of like David Cronenbergian. Like you know, body horror stuff that happens in it, but uh, it's also kind of a weird drama mm. about uh, just uh, two very lonely people who find each other. Oh, jeez! <laughs> uh, but also, you know, it's also about a serial killer who fucks a car and gets pregnant by it. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> Recommended. All right. Where is that available? Uh, Hulu. Okay. Good to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> interesting yeah um otherwise uh, yeah I got, I got not much else that's good you know good movies are good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all right got a movie for next week uh friday the 13th part three yes I, I thought that's what we were doing now let's do it <laughs> excellent Makes it easy. I don't have to remember things. I am very excited. <laughs> uh, I just want to see the hockey mask at this point. That well, it'll be the one that happens. Excellent. Um, I'm, I'm going to spoil one thing for you. Okay. Uh, Crispin Glover is in it. Oh, awesome! So, so get excited for that. Excellent. Willard uh, himself. Yep. <laughs> the titular Willard. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. No? <laughs> Wasn't he in Willard? He was in Willard. Is that was Willard the mouse? I think Willard. It, it's a rat. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, think, I didn't believe Willard is the rat. Yes. I assume he was Willard. 
Oh boy, I, that's exciting. I do like Crispin Glover. He, he's a lot of fun, um, and uh, I believe the you know as was the the trend in in the uh, early eighties, and then again in the uh, early two thousands, uh, the third movie is in three D, of course. Awesome. <laughs> I, I don't believe that I have Aww. a 3D available version. I was going to say, do I need to bring glasses? Uh, I mean, you can try if okay. you want. Uh, All right. I, I don't know. I'll, I should look at the Blu-ray and see uh, if there's a 3D version on there. You should. Yeah? Yeah. But Because you know what? I would totally watch this in 3D with you. Yeah, do you... Uh, maybe we can have this conversation off air. Sure. All right. <laughs> I don't know how 3D DVDs work. Do you have to have a 3D TV? Uh, for like new ones, yeah. But if it's still like the red and blue kind, then okay. yeah, I think I think we're good. Gotcha. Because because I've got my uh, my Coraline Blu-ray, which has like seven pairs of uh, 3D glasses in it. Nice. So, <laughs> all right, uh, a movie I've still yet to watch. That's good. You should watch it. I should. <laughs> I own it. There you go. All right. I have problems. That's totally fine. <laughs> uh, Friday the 13th, part three. Excellent. I look forward to it. We will talk about that next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.